good day, everybody, and what's up? Welcome to the podcast for selfless sex, and she comes first. My name is Dr. Nick, sitting here on January 24th, 2021. It's a Sunday. I'm halfway watching this football game over my shoulder, but eh, it's okay. And once again, I have to say thank you to everyone out there on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, who keeps hitting the thumbs up button and sharing these um, podcasts with their friends and colleagues and family members. It really means a lot to me. So um, thank you so much. And uh, today I want to start with a question. And the question is this. Should sex work be decriminalized? And that is a very hot topic nowadays, especially since Kamala Harris, the first female vice president of the United States, the first half African-American, half Asian vice president of the United States, came out in favor of supporting decriminalizing sex work as long as it is between two consenting adults. So think about that. Also, it could be a nice way to actually protect sex workers. And also, there is the positive benefit when it comes to public health as well. Let's talk about that today. So to get this conversation started, let's talk about the economics of sex work and money. Let's talk about the money. As many of us already know, sex work is a multi-billion dollar industry when you're talking just coast to coast. And a 2007 report found out that sex work generated around $290 million in the city of Atlanta by itself. Not the state of Georgia, but just the city of Atlanta by itself. And then let's be real here. For certain people in this country, times are tough. Not everybody, but times are tough. So if sex work was legalized, it could be a nice way for men and women to supplement their income. Real talk, it's like a legal side hustle. So think about that. And to keep this conversation going, let's talk about Nevada, where sex work is legal. A study found out that sex workers in brothels, they typically, they typically charge 300% more. And the clients say that they are willing to pay that extra money because of the safety issues and also for the health checks that the sex workers have to go through. So I would dare to say that many other sex workers are being screened for STDs and, other, and, and HIV and things like that on a regular basis. So when it comes to public health, that could be a, a good thing, or I think that is a good thing, and the, and the clients are willing to pay that extra money too. Now here is something I didn't even know about, but apparently in the state of Rhode Island between 2003 and 2009, sex work was legal due to a loophole in a law. And it was something about consenting adults having sex behind closed doors or something like that. But of course, they studied it and they found that, number one, the number of reported rapes decreased by one-third 
And, and number two, the cases of gonorrhea dropped by 39% among all women. So that's something to, just to think about there as well. The public health aspect, especially. And of course, at the same time, there are potential downsides to sex work. So let's talk about that as well. Some of the critics that are against the decriminalization of sex work mention human trafficking and sex trafficking. And their idea is this. They say that if you build a market by decriminalizing sex work, someone has to come in and fill that market due to, due to the increased demand. So therefore, some people will be brought in against their will, i.e. human trafficking and sex trafficking, and put to work. And that is one of the major issues that people have to figure out how to deal with before they can decriminalize sex work. And I really don't have any straight answers on what they should do, but I can say that they have got to figure that out before any sort of legalization takes place. To continue, other critics believe that the sex industry is just fundamentally broken and by decriminalizing sex work, it would only make it worse. And taken from a 2009 NPR article, Rachel Lloyd, who is the founder of Girls Education and Mentoring Services out of New York City, she feels that there is nothing that will equalize the power unbalances in the sex industry. She says this, the commercial sex industry is inherently exploitative. She says the folks who end up in the commercial sex industry are folks who are the most vulnerable and the most desperate. So that tells me that they have to figure out a way to deal with the sexual exploitation that goes on within the sex industry. And she and notice she says sex industry versus sex workers. See what I'm saying? So there is a difference there. So it may seem easy or easy just to pass a law to make sex work legal, but there's a lot of work that has to be done before any of this can even take place. As I bring this podcast to a close, I'm really interested to hear what your thoughts are on this topic. Because yes, this is a hot button issue, and it's going to stay that way for a long time. But yes, it can bring sex work out of the shadows and into the mainstream, which is a good thing. And let's be real, we got to talk about money here because there is a lot of money to be made, especially if they tax it the same way they tax marijuana in some states nowadays. And those states are making a lot of money on the sale of marijuana. So that's, so that's something else to think about. And I'm really interested in the public health aspect of this too, because if it brings down the percentage of various STDs out there, that's great. That is great. And also that would probably mean more people are actually getting tested for various STDs, which is even better. So yeah, there is a lot of things that has to be done before anything is signed. Oh, and then, shoot, what about this? What about female clients of male sex workers? 
And I can see some legislators being against this whole idea, especially if it includes space for male clients to serve, I'm sorry, male sex workers to serve female clients. And I'm sure they'll come up with some crazy reason why. But that's just something to think about, too. So what are your thoughts about that? So on that note, I'm out. You guys have a great day. Stay tuned. I'll talk to you soon.